Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. My name is Matt Scaff, and this is episode 53. Crazy to say that out loud. I want to say thank you to all you guys that have shared your Kobe Bryant stories or that have messaged me or just said that you liked that episode because that episode, uh, yeah, it meant a lot to me. So glad that uh, I could share what Kobe's life meant to me and it's just cool to see all the different people that he impacted. On the way to train today, um, I saw a few businesses in just the middle of nowhere Alabama had put up, you know, rest in peace Kobe Bryant, rest in peace Black Mamba, rest in peace Mamba. And it's just crazy to think about uh, the impact one person can have. Anyways, let's get into it. I want to talk today about training with people that you don't like. And there's a lot of different reasons you might not like that person. It could be the way they train. It could be just their ideals. You just you guys don't mix. You're a conservative, they're a Democrat. You're a Christian, they're an atheist. And that's normal. It happens all the time. It's one of the things being a leader at a gym, like you hear that all the time. Guys will come up to you privately and go, hey, I, I want to let you know that I don't like training with this guy. Or, ah, man, this guy's rubbing me the wrong way. What should I do? And I've been in that situation in the past, and I have a lot of different perspectives now on it, and I definitely handle it way better than when I was a blue or purple belt. And so I wanted to share some of these strategies with you guys because it's going to happen. Regardless of how big or small your gym is, you're just not going to mix well with everyone, and you're not going to really like everyone. And so first, let's just talk about why you might not like them, like get a little bit deeper into that. And all the things I've heard over the years, I mean, I've heard, man, this guy trains too hard. And I've heard guys say, man, I don't like training with so-and-so because they train too soft or I don't feel like they tra- tra- uh, take training seriously enough. I feel like they don't rep well. Like, oh, I like to go live when I rep. Or, oh, man, I like to do dead drills and I feel like this person's always resisting me. And I think it's really important when you start to think about these different, because we all fall into different categories. Like myself, I'm very particular in the way I like to drill, like very, very particular. And it can definitely rub me wrong if you don't drill the way that I like. And in the past it has, you know, especially when I was, again, like I was telling you guys, when I was a blue and purple belt, like it would rub me wrong. And I'd be like, oh man, this guy's like drilling like a jerk. (laughs) But one of the most important things you can do right off the bat is think about how you could be wrong or start to think about it in a different way. So one of the things I like to do is I like to think about, well, who likes training with that person and why might they like training with them? And for me, writing has become a really good outlet. And so I'll just jot down a few things like, oh, okay, well, he's a really good mentor for these people or you know, he really uh, trains well with that person. I know that person. I really like training with them and they really like training with them. So if so-and-so like training with them, then, you know, I maybe I'm overreacting or maybe, you know, I'm not being the best training partner as well. And I think that's a good strategy to use anytime that you have a disagreement with somebody, but especially in something, uh, you know, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because there's two different gyms out there right? And so after you've kind of looked at it from the other perspective, you really need to think, are you a competition style gym, an MMA gym, or are you a family type gym? 
we used to be a competition gym. And so the way this was handled in the past when I was a blue and purple belt, like, ah, you don't really like so-and-so. Well, we're pretty much just only doing hard training all the time. And so you just get those beefs out during the hard rolls. You and so-and-so would try and kill each other for, you know, five, 10 minute round. And then afterwards, you would just have a little bit more respect. The gym back then, you'd see the same 20 faces. In these competition gyms, usually they're smaller and during those classes, you're seeing the same people. And so you can't really have beefs. You can't really be uncomfortable and not like each other because you just are forced to train. And especially when there's 10 people, 15 people in class, like you just, you, you're going to have to roll with them. And so one of the best things you can do, if you recognize that that's the situation you're in is just do a couple of hard rounds with them, maybe voice an opinion or two. And I promise those beefs get squashed really quickly. Unless there's just something like the guy's just a jerk. And again, if you can think of a few people that really like that person and that like training with them, then I'm telling you, you can get over it. And he might not ever be your best friend and your main drill partner, but you can get to a point where you guys can coexist in the same gym. There's tons of stories, and you know whether it's these famous UFC or MMA gyms where guys have bad blood, they do a couple of hard sparring rounds, and then they're going out to dinner to you know say, ah, by, let bygones be bygones, we can coexist. If you train at a gym where it's a family style or where it's huge. Like our current gym, we have 50 people in class all the time and you're constantly seeing new faces. So it's a completely different thing. And to me, you're gonna handle it much differently. And the way that I tell guys to handle it, and I think one of the best strategies is just take a little break. Since you're constantly changing faces, like. We could have three, four, five new guys any given week sign up. And there's always somebody to be mentored. There's always someone new to roll with. There's always a guy moving in now or, you know, guys switching gyms, a blue belt moves in. Like there's just no shortage of training partners. And so if you really don't like somebody, you don't ever have to train with them and you can both still get phenomenal training. And that's one of the really cool parts about having a big gym And not having like one of those more, you know, hey, we're just a competition gym or, you know, we just do hard training. It's a team. It really becomes more like a family, in my opinion, like a really like, oh, no, no, like that's my cousin. We don't really get along. We'll get together a couple of times a year. But for the most part, we kind of stay our separate ways. You can do that in a big gym and you can do that in our current gym. And I think that's really healthy to, you know, hey, take six weeks off. Just kind of say, hey, you know, maybe I don't, I don't really want to train with you for the next few weeks or, you know, I'm a big fan of, and you guys hear me say it all the time, of just being honest. And so just kind of saying, hey, you know, I don't really feel like rolling or, you know, hey, I want to really spend more time rolling with these types of people or whatever it is, um, you know, don't make it super awkward like I'm kind of doing right now, but you know, you have your reason, maybe voice that and just go, you know, hey, I, I want to take a couple of months to, you know. I don't really want to train with you. And to me, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean you're dodging the person. It doesn't mean that, you know, you hate their guts. It just means like, hey, man, I, we need a little bit of space right now, you know, especially if you have gotten into some gym argument or, you know, you guys have kind of hurt each other, you know, and there has been like 
an, a little bit of an escalation, I think you, it is really healthy to just step back and train with different, different people for a while. And then in a couple of months, give it a try. Don't just write that person off forever and, you know, like, oh, I don't train with so-and-so. Give it a couple of weeks, give it a couple of months, and then go back and see how it works, you know. Always be willing to be the bigger man. Always be willing to be the person that can let bygones be bygones and admit that you're wrong. It doesn't mean, again, that you don't need time, but I think it's so important. And I'm seeing that the strongest people are the ones that are willing to give second chances, that are the ones that are willing to go, ah, maybe I'm not right. And just really sticking with and, you know, making sure that you're not getting to the point with someone because the last thing, and I've seen this, if someone makes you uncomfortable at the gym or you really don't like someone, if you don't have a strategy of how you're going to handle it, then it's going to make you anxious. It's going to make you feel weird and you're going to stop coming to train. The last thing you guys want to do is you want to, you, the last thing you want to do is turn your jujitsu gym into a reality TV show or a place that makes you uncomfortable or a place that you don't feel safe or a place where, you know, makes you angry or, you know, and the more you let these things fester, the more that that could become your reality. And it has been for me a couple of times. It's been a very long time, honestly. It's been a very long time since someone rubbed me the wrong way. But there has been a few times where like, man, I wanted to jack somebody up. And um, a lot of times it was things that, you know, the person didn't even realize what they were doing was bothering me. Long time ago, it drove me insane when people talked to me when I rolled. Like, I don't know. I was always there for business. And I know that might sound really stupid to some of you, but I'm telling you, it was my biggest pet peeve. And I always kind of feel like a guy was disrespecting me, especially if a guy was like trying to like joke around or talk trash to me. Like I hated that. You know, I took this very seriously. And like, I was like martial, martial art mindset. And there's just a couple of guys I felt like were trying to make me uncomfortable or like, cause I would have these like routines or kind of like rituals of how I warmed up. You know, I would, you know, warm up by myself, do my thing. And then I'd come to rounds. I've never been a guy. I don't honestly think I've ever hurt somebody like, especially like serious. I've never, ever, ever. And so if that's the case, I know myself like, okay, worst case scenario, people can think I'm a jerk and that they don't really like training with me, but no one can ever accuse me of like, man, Matt's malicious. Like he like intentionally hurt me. And so anyways, I felt like guys were, you know, especially when I was a purple belt would try and mess up my routine or try and get in my head or like come up and try and bother me just to like, kind of like bully. And it was just really weird. And it was guys that, I mean, I was better than them. But it was just, the, I don't know, they all thought it was kind of funny. Like, oh, look how serious he takes this. I'm going to come up. And honestly, like that really made me mad and it really made me uncomfortable. Like it made me want to jack them up. And again, I never hurt anybody, but it did make me like, there's a couple of times I almost got in fights with people. Like, hey man, like you keep bothering me and trying to push my buttons. Like we're going to fight. And they would really be taken aback and they'd kind of be like kind of shocked that I went that far. But to me... I really felt like, again, that they were trying to bully me or trying to get in my space and like I didn't feel comfortable. And so I would then start getting really angry, you know, like I would have to get angry for training for a couple of months because I was like, man, you know, these guys are going to, a couple of people are going to, I don't know, maybe the days they're going to like step overboard, you know. And I remember one time somebody like tried to like mess with my ear, you know, and I'd almost fought him on the spot right there. 
And he was, again, like, he got really scared, you know, and was like, oh, dude, like, I didn't mean it. And I was like, dude, if you touch me again like that, I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> and so, again, I don't want you guys to get to that point. And I recognize that I never voiced that to people. I never expressed myself. I never said, you know, hey, guys, like, you know, I'm taking this. This is something I like to do, you know. I, I, I really just, you know. I don't know. I never really expressed like that that bothered me. And I let it get to a point where I was going to punch somebody in the face. And look, that's when I was 23 or 24. (laughs) And, uh, you know, definitely more in my hothead years. But as I said, man, as I've grown and as I see these different perspectives, I realize like, man, you know, it's way better to, um, you know, not ever get to that point. And so just to kind of recap, really, I'm telling you, Think about it from a different point of view. If somebody makes you mad, whether it's he's, uh, you know, you're a conservative and he's a Democrat and he says like there's three or four like triggers that you have. Honestly, that person might not realize that they're triggering you and you're just getting madder and madder and madder. And then it gets to a point where you're having an all out like, you know, argument with somebody. And I've seen that in the gym and it usually comes from just some type of ideal differences or just like man this guy it's been like i hate when a guy resists when i'm trying to do you know an americana like i always feel like this guy's trying to you know make me look bad in front of the instructor i've had people t- come up and tell me that like hey man i feel like so and so is always trying to one up me or they're always trying to put me down in front of you or they're trying to make themselves look better and you know it's funny because i don't see it exactly the way they do, but I can see why so-and-so might feel that way. And changing that perspective, really writing about it, maybe forcing yourself to do a a competition around with them and letting them know, you know, again, like, hey, this is what you're doing right now. It's bothering me. I'd appreciate it if you just respected me a little more and, you know, changed or just going, ah, man, there's 50 people here. I don't have to train with so-and-so. And, you know, sorry, so-and-so, but there's 50 other people here. We've had some weird issues over the past couple of weeks or past couple of months. I'm going to take a break and we can look at our training relationship again in a few months or six months or however long. Okay. Hope that helps, guys. Because again, I've been there in the past where, man, like a couple people at the gym made me uncomfortable or made me furious. And I know that that's a big toll and it can provide stress to something that, you know, usually is so peaceful and just really puts me in the best mood. Okay. And I definitely don't want any of you guys quitting jujitsu because of a difference with so-and-so or because you don't like training with someone at your gym or obviously if you're a member at 10th Planet Decatur. Obviously, let your instructor know if anything crazy is going on. You feel like, you know, so-and-so's like doing something weird. Maybe like, dude, I've heard um, there was a student that trained under us. He hasn't trained with us for a few years now. But after he quit, people would come up and tell me like, man, so-and-so would like rub my nipples or so-and-so would like put his finger in my ear. So-and-so would like tell me that he was going to try and bang my girlfriend. And I just looked at him and I said, why didn't you tell me that when he was training here? And they're like, man, I don't know. I just didn't feel cut. Like tell your instructor when really weird things like that are going on, or especially if somebody's really doing something that is outside the lines of good martial art gym conduct. 
please voice your opinion and voice your concerns with the leadership at your gym. And if the leadership doesn't take it serious, move on, okay? Please move on, find a new school. You're going to be much happier. Well, there's episode 53, guys. I think this is the 11th episode I've done this year, so got 89 more I hope you guys stick with me on this journey. I promise over the next month, I'm really looking to do a couple of interviews. I've got um, a really good interview format, I feel like, and I've really been thinking about who I want to interview and the questions I want to ask. So look out for those. And man, let's keep killing 2020.